Hi friends, welcome back to another walk through the proposed revisions to the church bylaws. This time I'll be talking about Article 4, which is on elders. And this begins on page 21. Article 4, Elders. One of the things up front that we want to clarify with elders is that an elder uh, is a pastor or a shepherd or an overseer, that those are three terms that the Bible uses that are really synonymous for one office, and that office is elder. And then we make reference here to a number of passages that describe in the New Testament what leadership of the church uh, looks like, what the qualifications are what the responsibilities are of elders. Now, currently our our bylaws require that there are three elders. And while we think that that's that's really good, that's really great, Um, three elders is wonderful. We love to have more than that. Biblically speaking, we just need a plurality of elders. And plurality is at least two. And so to say that we need three, while good, isn't uh, exactly um, what the scriptures call for, that we need at least two. And so let's say there must be at least two elders at all times. One of the things we're doing with all of the church offices, elder deacon and church positions is creating standard sections. So there's a general section to begin with, then a section on qualifications, appointment and term, then a section on duties and responsibilities, then maybe a section on meetings if needed, and any other section that might be appropriate. So section B is qualifications, appointment, and term. Uh, Here's where we see an elder must be a member in good standing. That's where we define that phrase, member in good standing, back in Article 1 on member membership. Then we want to make sure to say an elder must be a biological male, given the context of the world that we live in and the confusion that many have about God's created design and order, we want to be clear here. An elder must be a biological male of godly character who's able to teach and guard sound doctrine. Then we have the, the standard language for a nominee for elder. How to do that makes reference to the article on nominations. An elder may also be removed. Then elders will continue to serve three-year terms, um, consecutive three-year terms, exclusive of partial ones. Elder duties and responsibilities. Uh, Elders are those who shepherd God's flock. They exercise oversight. That's what we call overseers. Elders, shepherds, overseers. We see those three words that the scriptures use to describe uh, this one office. What we've done is we've clarified the duties and responsibilities of the elders, and we've given them biblical reference. So elders pray, they minister the word, they they do that with teaching, preaching, biblical counseling. They shepherd the church by knowing and caring for the needs of members. They lead the church, equip it for the work of ministry. They are to do the work of an evangelist and promote evangelism among the church. And then some responsibilities that when it comes to elders leading, well, they oversee the the membership process and they oversee 
caring for members once they're in and helping members to uphold uh, their standing within the body and being faithful to member responsibilities. Elders oversee the, the regular worship services. We don't train and supervise the ushers, though certainly we could do that under the heading and under the banner of overseeing worship services. And elders also oversee uh, the administration of the ordinances of baptism and the Lord's Supper. The elders oversee the, de- the deacons. The deacons serve as assistants to the elders. And then number nine here uh, is a point, important to draw attention to. Recognize we're, we're removing committees from the bylaws. That doesn't mean that the com- these committees or ministry teams won't uh, continue to exist and function. They will. Uh, people will still continue to do hospitality and compassion and Christian education and missions work and HCBC and so forth, building stuff and any new thing that may come up. What article number or what this number nine here does is it gives the elders the principled ability to create ministry teams that have a specific purpose that are made up of members they've got a uh, specific lifespan and they'll have a termination so uh, what you could foresee here is that every year we might create a ministry team that's a christian education team or a compassion team. And that team has a particular purpose. It lasts, say, for the... I think the Christian education maybe is the easiest one to think about. It lasts for a whole school year, because from fall to spring is when our sort of uh, Sunday school and youth programs and stuff run. So we have that team. We set them up for a year. There are people on that. The elders have oversight to that. We're giving support and help uh, and direction to that group they're running with the ministry. The elders aren't necessarily the ones who are doing all of the teaching. Um, the elders are giving oversight to it. And we're working together in tandem to do this ministry of the word and discipleship amongst our body. And then say the team disbands at the end of the spring. And then the elders uh, are responsible to get the team back together. Maybe some new people come on. Maybe some people step off. Just gives a little more flexibility to working with this. I actually think this streamlines things and strengthens us going forward. So there have been some ministries that would be helped by more elder input and encouragement that now this is what they'll be like going forward. I think I've mentioned before in this series that that if if elders lead, they ought to be responsible for overseeing an annual proposed budget. They're responsible for staff, And then section D on page 24 talks about meetings. So the elders will continue to appoint an elder chairman. That chairman will call for meetings uh, to fulfill their their duties. Uh, Those decisions will be made upon a majority vote. And that is the proposed revisions to the article on elders, which we're also suggesting should come first before deacons. just that order of leadership in the New Testament church is elders, then deacons. So thanks for joining us.